Hello and welcome to episode number 242 of the Nerd Poco Podcast. We've been off for way, 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 way too long. Uh, so yeah, here we are with a Avatar, the Way of Water discussion and a year ender uh, discussion about two weeks too late. Uh, because that is the way we work now. Uh, hopefully, though, episodes will be coming out more regularly because there's a bunch of stuff that's coming out more regularly. Cough, cough, Last of Us, which we might actually be doing, uh, covering on a semi-regular basis. In any event, enjoyed this episode. Not much to promote, uh, especially uh, not right now. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy it. Episode 242, Nerd Pro Quo Podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. Hello. Hello. Yeah, we're going. We're, 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 we're there. This is officially my first pod with you for the new year. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, yeah, it's a fucking cold day out, and yeah, you were an asshole, well, dumbass, walking out <laughs> barefooted, you know, to open the door without slippers coming. I was like, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be quick, and I was just like, nope, nope, yeah. this was a mistake, <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, I just came from, uh, yeah, apologies for being late. Uh, I just came from running. Uh, that's one of my things I promised myself to do more of this year. I did running a, a similar thing, yeah, yeah. You know, because I like to run, but I am a wimp when it comes to anything below 50 degrees, <laughs> you know. So the last, since the start of the year, I've just been out and doing my best to um, brace 30 degree weather and I, I, it's been okay what I've been doing uh, is spacing them out like not doing one run or one walk mm-hmm. is I'll I like I'll walk part of the way in to the city and then I'll hop on the train uh, like I'll get up a little early in the morning and then sometimes when I'm coming from uh, Dan and Kat's place because that's like a nice walk I'll walk slash run from their place back here. Uh, and sometimes just at night, I'll just do like a little short, like walk, jog, like down uh, Brooklyn Botanical Bar- Garden and back, or like part of, or parted away around. There's like some little loops in this neighborhood that are like really good to do. Okay. Even at like night, you can just do them. Uh, so yeah, I try not to do it all at once. Because it's just when it's cold, it just eventually. It's yeah, like, I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to warm up my knees, you know. Yeah, so exactly. like, yeah. a mile is good enough for me just yeah. to run and just come back. Uh, luckily for me, I've been like layering up. Well, I run with my gloves and do my best to have like the thickest hats possible to keep my ears. Warm. I just layer, layer, up as much as possible, or I wear that giant when I'm just doing like a night one. I, I have this that really giant sweater that's downstairs and just toss that on in other words we're fucking crushing our resolutions people. yeah 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 you yeah, know yeah, we're yeah. fucking I, killing I, I, it i haven't i haven't i didn't make any i don't have any resolutions uh, i have systems i'm trying to instill in myself sure sure no uh, yeah that is more thing. sustainable yeah as opposed to just i wasn't like I, I didn't an I, I have an exact i have the exact same thing but they weren't really new year's resolutions it, it's just like they were like pre New Year's. It was like I had already started. Me, doing just some because of them. my doctor told me I had to, you know, get my act into shape. You sure. Because we are old. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I got the, the new weight bench and the the thirty fives. Ooh, nice. Uh, 
a rubber coated ones. I, I know the weird way to start this podcast. <laughs> well, it's a good way to start yeah, this yeah, pro- yeah. Uh, <laughs> podcast. Everyone, get your ass out of bed or off the couch. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of get a move on. There's a, a lot of things you could watch, but you can do stuff. I usually, uh, as we have discussed, when I am working out is when I tend to watch the, watch the worst things, yeah. the most terrible things. Uh, uh, that's one of your vices that I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't get it. Why do that to yourself? But you know what? It's your journey. It's your journey. Well, well I, you? I've, I've explained this because <laughs> it, happen, it actually happened to me yesterday because I was watching uh, – I especially I keep forgetting that like I can't watch like anything that might pull my focus because then I'll like I'll stop and I especially can't watch comedies because mm. uh, I made the mistake of watching Velma last night. How was that? It's really funny. Okay. It uh aside from Mindy Kaling, it's a, a bunch of the people who also were worked on Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. As I think I might be wrong about that, uh, but I think it's some of the same people. And it, yeah, it's it's really funny. And I made the mistake of trying to do weights while that was on, and then I started laughing, and I was just like, "Oh shit, okay, nope, can't do that." <laughs> Focus. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, that's the most recent thing I watched was Velma, and yeah, it's it's uh, like it's worth watching. They they switched around. I mean, there's gonna be uh, the usual. Dumb, dumb white boys who are going to be upset about it. Uh, be, I mean, uh, I thought we've acknowledged that they don't matter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. know, there's there's people who are going to be like there's people who are going to be salty about it because like people online are Vel- being Velma, salty Velma, about yeah, Velma Last of Us and about uh, it's just like Velma is brown and Shaggy is 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 is, is a black dude in this. Uh, and they don't. He's not Shaggy yet. He's he's Norville, which if you didn't know is is Shaggy's real name. It's Norville. Oh, something. so this is the origin story of how he turns into a pothead. In- interestingly, know. yeah. It's it's <laughs> so the joke is that he is like super anti-drug, but 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 he loves snacks. Like he has like a an online like TikTok profile where he like reviews snacks from all over the world. Okay. And Scooby has not showed up yet, so okay. it's like, I don't think I honestly I don't think they're gonna have Scooby because it doesn't seem like that's the vibe of it. And f- they went like a whole different thing with the relationship between Daphne and Velma, and like that they used to be friends and they're not friends, and, and there, there's a whole thing in the whole the first two episodes. I won't spoil it, but it's like oh, I'll definitely I saw it. Yeah. I wasn't too sure if I. Needed to add it to my cube, and it's a bunch of, and it's a bunch of. I mean, it's Mindy Kaling is the the person who's primarily behind it. She plays Velma. She's like the head writer. Uh, She's producing it, Uh, and she has a bunch of like people who've done stuff with, or like comedy people. Uh, You would, I can't think of the the names off the top of my head, but they're all comedy people who you would know. Uh, They also got uh, because if they didn't, I I would actually be salty if they hadn't managed to sneak one of these people in there somewhere uh frank welker plays fred's dad not familiar frank welker is the guy who's played fred for the past 40 years oh okay (laughs) and also has number three in i on the imdb of the most listings as an actor for stuff that he's been in because he's a voice actor who's been working for 
a long time. Now. 50 years okay. now. And, like, yeah, he's one of those people who was just, like, Fred is, uh, Fred is like, from Scooby-Doo, is his most recognizable. Recogni- well, job. not even. Like, just if you go through his IMDb, you'll see it's like, oh, my God, he's played, like, every major cartoon character. He's also, like, crazy, versatile, and, like, like a lot of those guys are. But he's, like, one of the most famous ones, and he's got, like, 800 something listings on imdb of stuff okay. that he was an actor in yeah it's it's crazy uh but yeah i appreciate it. i was like you gotta have one of at least one of them uh i don't even know is casey Kasem even still <laughs> i don't think so uh I yeah so. i was like i think frank walker might be the only one of them that is still alive who did one of the original voices but it's All like right. you, you gotta have him in there somewhere <laughs> uh um yeah and like this week, speaking of salty people regarding di- you know diverse cast, yeah, I just I just saw The Last of Us. I know, I on, saw. You're on, in, you're in like their what are their publicity photos? Yeah, and um, <laughs> because you're yeah, a foot I would, taller I gotta, than anyone else. I gotta thank <laughs> Pants for getting me the ticket, and I mean it's been a while since I've been in the city and doing fun shit, sure. and it was just like amazing. You know, it's like you got actors, you know, getting in character, you know, as soldiers, getting us in line, you know, oh, shape up, you cool. know, look behind your back, you know, whisper. Uh, it, once we went into the theater, it was a fucking amazing experience. And to top it all off, the first episode was just a banger. You okay, know? okay, good. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was a banger, you know, and what's great is they're holding back you know there's more shit that's to come so i'm really curious to see how you rich charlie's reaction will be to this show because i mean i i get it you're not a gamer but the story itself is amazing and i'm I'm definitely curious to see what your take is with what they do with these characters i'm i'm kind of glad i'm going in like blank slate yeah uh we might not uh, hopefully we'll be able to go through this but we might need to take a break and i might need to run out and buy batteries Uh, i'm not sure we'll see all right uh but yeah it's i'm i mean i'm i was psyched about it even having never played the game i was just like oh okay like and i because i know even though i don't play video games like all of that just peripherally uh i i will probably end up getting the spider-man game on on steam and then never playing it (laughs) Because uh, that seems to be the, that seems to be the trend uh, that I go uh, through as I get these games, and then I just, because it's just it's it's not what I do with my idle time. I know, I know, but it's weird. Fuck, I don't know what it is. especially with that story for Spider Man. You know, I've heard it's great, and I've heard the. I fucking cried, man. I've heard. The I fucking cried. I rarely cry. Well, Sony games make me cry, but that fucking game really was a fucking gut punch. Oh. I heard that not only is that the writing is great but that the the port over adaptation for Steam for PC is actually done really really yeah. really well. So yeah, I mean, I'll probably be buy. I mean, there's a Or maybe just like watch cut scenes while you're Oh, no no no, that's lift, I, I, I I do that. I do that too anyway. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I I weirdly I don't know what it was. I legitimately couldn't tell you uh, why this was, but when I was working as a PR person uh, a couple of years ago, 
a lot of what I would do on my da- downtime or I would put on in the background is this dude who play was playing Far Cry Primal, which I'm is like the Far game. Cry that takes place in prehistoric times. So you got like saber tooth cats and mm. stuff like that. And I don't. It was something that he's like a famous YouTuber, like because he has like this incredible like voice. Yeah. Uh, he's got like a radio voice type thing going on, and there was something about him trying to get like every animal in the game that just putting it on the background was just inc- <laughs> and also because he has a, he had an amazing voice i was yeah. just like yeah i don't know what it is it's just it was comforting <laughs> I but mean, i mean whatever the case however you get on that find a way just to like figure out the story of that game either play it or watch other people play it while you're sure. working out do that because it's it's fucking amazing so amazing. before we get to like you know Avatar and uh, some of the year, you finally have gotten on Doom Patrol. So we, yeah. have, we have to talk about. I'm that. in season four right now. Okay, so I'm you're in, in the most four. you're in the most recent yeah. season. Okay, um, awesome. <laughs> um, Doom Patrol. I've never read the comics. Uh, I'm I'm only like I'm I unfamiliar was, of with most of the characters. I was only like tangentially familiar with the. The characters. I just knew that Grant Morrison had a run in like the mid '90s that was infamously. This was like before he did like The Boys or any of those things. That was like infamously batshit crazy, which is like half of the stuff that Grant Morrison writes. Um, even like the sort of mainstream stuff he's done has been kind of batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. When so I heard that, that's what where they were pulling most of the stuff for the show for. I was just like, okay, and then and I just kind of ch- checked it out on like a whim, uh, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Well, for me, it was not. I mean, you were preaching the gospel of the show, yeah, and yeah. I was very adamant. I don't care because yeah. the characters were not my cup of tea, you know. And even once I did give it a try. It was like a fucking slow burn, you yeah, know. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a chore for me to get through that first season, to because I didn't like the characters that much. Yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, I didn't. It, it didn't matter that I didn't know much about them, uh, you know, background in comics. It just I didn't like feel for them that much. But there was like a turning point towards like the end of season one where I started to feel more. I got yeah, their yeah. characters a little more. Um, it, it really Jane. And um, Cliff, yeah. you know, are two characters that I really started to really appreciate a lot more. And Cliff, very hilarious. Um, and, you know, once I got over that, I was able to, like, enjoy it more. And throughout, like, season two and season three, more of, as you said, the batshit crazy the aspect yeah, it comes it in. And up. I fucking enjoy that. I just wish they were like more crazier, you know, in the beginning of sure. season one. Um, but yeah, just like it's it's so damn amazing. Um, and I right now I'm just like in love with it. And and we all know that most shows I watch is pre- pretty much for Michelle Gomez. Yeah. And she was the one who's powering me through those seasons. Well, um, well, and now that she's in it, it's like she's fucking great. And I like her her story arc towards the end of season three that yeah. you know it's like didn't know what type of character she was now i figured it out and you know what 
I, I just love it when she plays both sides. Is I, she a hero? I is she a villain? Her. I feel like it was Alan Tudyk who carried me through the first season. Because you're right, the first season is kind of a slog. Yeah. Uh, and but but you know. I think he was also a reason why, like, oh, he's the villain? Okay, I'll stick with this. Uh, because he was just, you know, he was chewing scenery. Uh, and that's some of, some of to do with, like... Yeah, I mean, he was fun. Um, and I... I mean, you, you compared the show to the Umbrella Academy. I wouldn't say they're, like, one to one. No, no, not at all. I no, mean, no, no. they're zany, and I feel that the Umbrella Academy had characters that I could instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, absorb I, I and enjoy. Umbrella Academy definitely has characters that you can jump into uh, quicker. I will say that Doom Patrol. The reason why I compared them was like tonally, mm-hmm. is you get that mix of like, you know, extreme humor and extreme like drama or depressing yeah. things very and often there's in the same a episode. lot of that and that's something i mean and speaking of like diversity i really love that about this show in terms of the queer lgbt representation danny in the this street sh- is such a, <laughs> oh i love him it's such I love a that crazy character. concept of an idea and just the way that that all works mm-hmm. out and like there's a, there's like so the biggest thing I appreciate about Doom Patrol isn't you know this gonna gonna sound like it's shitting on it but it isn't even really the main characters it's the the other stuff and then sometimes some of those in one of the episodes some of those like the the more the more minor characters come to the fore and for me that's like Danny the Street uh uh. Flex, Flex, yeah. Flex Mentallo. Mentallo. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, he's had two really great episodes. Yeah. I just yeah. Love. Uh, also, and like I said, that that's all stuff. It's just crazy shit that Grant Morrison came up for that, like that '90s run. And on top of that, they go into really heavy subject yeah. matter that for a TV show, a comic book yeah. show. I'm like, I was really surprised by and. They took that shit very seriously, and they were smart about how they resolved some of those, um, those story tones. And that was I just. I mean, Jane's whole story yeah. is, is just about trauma. How you how you cope with trauma, you yeah. Know. Uh, um, and but and the, Cliff too. I mean, yeah, yeah. him being like, I think towards the end of season four, like with a lot of the characters. Um, fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, bandage dude. Um, oh, Larry. Larry. Larry Trainer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just like his issue with like not accepting who he is, and yeah. how a lot of the characters were able to like come to peace with their backgrounds. And I mean, I just love that, you know. Um, and it, it's just like very comforting to know that you know if you have not checked out Doom Patrol and you have HBO Max, you know, check that out. Yeah, it's one like. All, all a really great show, oh, and I'm awesome. glad that Warner Brothers did not put the put an axe to that. I mean, yeah, they were yeah, like yeah, chopping yeah. shit up left and right, but I'm glad that they're letting this show breathe. And, and wear butts. <laughs> wear butts. Oh, uh, I can't even explain. Or face pigeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I can't yeah, even that's explain that. But sex it's, men. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, horny ghosts. Yeah, yeah, horny ghosts. It's there's just stuff in the. God, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, I've I've cried. I've cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've laughed so much. I've cried. That's how insane yeah. some of the shit that goes down in season two and season three. I mean, damn it. Um, yeah, that it's. Yeah, I'm glad that you like pestered me to keep up with it and. You know, yeah, I appreciate that show a lot yeah, right yeah. now. And, of course, Michelle Gomez. Yeah, Michelle Gomez. Uh, so there was that. Um, so let's go, I don't know, necessarily quickly, but, like, let's go through, because we did go to see Avatar, Way of Water. Um, there's a, I have a couple of opinions about it. Uh, my, my thought is you got to put – respect on james cameron's yeah name. basically yeah um to take something that i'm sure a lot of people have forgotten about a property and i mean i'm not saying he makes the most mind-blowingly amazingly stories i mean they're not the greatest you know they're you're not gonna get the best but god damn it he makes people in hollywood richer you know he prints his movies print money close to two billion dollars right now um and the spectacle and i mean in terms of whoops sorry to your lizard um in terms of like my issue with like vfx in hollywood i mean like now i kind of don't want movies to like turn out movies every like two or three years give that shit time yeah you know it's like I, I get, you know, there's like a production model where you've got to get these get things in, hey, uh, out quickly and frequently. But the idea is that if you give shit time, VFX could be just like mind-blowingly amazing. Yeah. And I've never seen effects like that. And I thought Marvel was able to do the best. But no, I mean, like, give them 13 years, they can give you the world yeah i mean i i the, the big thing with the marvel movies and, and this has been a repeated thing that has come up numerous times is that they've literally had people complain who work for them who are just like you gotta give these people more time to work on what they're working on uh otherwise otherwise shit is gonna look shitty i mean one of the big things about you know, way of water that I will say is that there's stuff in there that, and it's all CG. That is like, I can, that looks like some of the creatures when they're not swimming, like the little eel, the eel things that they yeah. ride on. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that looks like practical. It's that like. No weird uncanny valley yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, or, I mean, it's like time it's like it's just fucking amazing what you can do i mean the, te- ne- te- the te- no, technology i've caught up but the idea is that will you allow the women and men who do these jobs to do it right you yeah, know, yeah and give them time but yeah it's just like it's i mean it's like for the first movie it was like all 3ds like oh i mean i've never seen a 3d movie so that was that was my reason for seeing or caring about the first avatar it was okay you know but this one i mean i had very little expectations for this Um, the first one had that like ridiculously like immersive 3d too if you did like the full 
you want if you did the the full 3D that looked like the helmet that they would give you. Yes. Like that yeah. that was like it wasn't just 3D, it was like an immersive like well, experience for a lot of people that was their first real taste of 3d in a long time since fucking god knows how long when they attempted to do that on tv or movies um but for me it was just like there was a spectacle that was the first time i had to spend like fuck over 25 dollars on a damn movie ticket so um that i it needed to pay off so for me it was just like the 3d experience yeah yeah you know but for this one it's like I didn't, as as I told you, I didn't care about 3D. You know, it's yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But the VFX and the fact that it just like outclasses whatever we've seen in Marvel, and Marvel is the pinnacle when it comes to well, CG animation. Outclasses every every. So here's what I'll say about James Cameron. However, you want to talk about like whether the stories are any good which they're not great they're all i mean they're all I, you can't say they're n- but, they're not bad either but, but what, what they're I'll simplistic say, what, what i'll say is they are like they're very if you take everything else away from them they're they're very basic generic like stories but they're all i think that's on purpose what yeah. i what i will say about james cameron is wait, what do you say? Like, put some respect on his name. This was like, however you might feel about the actual storytelling or the acting in his films, the dude is still with this movie the undisputed master of the of popcorn movies. Yeah, like popcorn spectacle movies. Like he's just there's no one else who uh, does it as good. Rich as him. will appreciate this. He's Michael Bay. If Michael Bay was a good director. Uh, that's I mean, <laughs> that's what he is. He he he's you know what you're getting with him. Yeah. Um, but and you're gonna get a, a, an amazing ride, you yeah. know. And for the most part, everyone seems to love his shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple articles. There's this article that keeps popping up in my feed that's just like, oh, the 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 uh the numbers for Avatar: Way of Water means that the box office is broken. It was like, no, it's just. It's a fucking three-hour movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's you know more than three hours. It, it's like, it's insane. People come see that because he he pulls on the right strings that yeah. gets people to want it. And to be fair, it's a really good story that you could get along. It's it's it has a good message. Sure. Love the earth. Love the oceans. And love your family. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not divisive. It's it's a message everyone could get around and plus that his shit is it's great to look at you and, know and, and, and any, if you want to you know like i i will i have commented that like sam worthington is not a great actor uh he's not a bad actor he's not a, but he's not a bad actor either yeah exactly he is serviceable he is good enough for what they have him do but i will say what i was gonna say is and you know uh i'm drawing a black in her name right now from guardians and Zoe Zaldana. She's not a great actress either. She's okay. Uh, but to be fair, she, I mean, she hasn't done really, she has, her roles haven't really pushed her. They haven't pushed her. But here's what I'll say. In every single one of his films, there is someone who is, there's an actor who is doing something that, I mean, you, you can go it's all the way. It's Sigourney Weaver. And it's Sigourney Weaver in this movie. She's playing a 14-year-old girl. I was like, I w- when I was, I didn't say anything to you. I was like, 
that can't be Sigourney Reaver. They, I, did they I, kill her? Or is she like a relative of hers? I had, a, I had the a same daughter. thing, and then I read all the articles. And I, and I yeah. Like, no, that's her doing, <laughs> that's, the, doing and everything. And that I applaud because, one, she's a great talent. And yeah. you don't let talent go to waste just because there's an age difference between the actor and a character. If an actor is a great actor, they'll be able to pull it off. And I'm glad that she was able to do this. And it's also like it's, it's, a, it's a completely this. digital character, so it doesn't matter yeah. how old the actor is. You just have – like that is not only like a great performance by Sigourney Weaver, but it's an ama- It's just a, everything about that, what they – what Cameron and every all the effects people created – with that character, everything about that is extraordinary. But like, the f- like, but the thing is, it's only James Cameron who could do something like that. I well, mean, I think another director will just do the whole shitty Hollywood thing, find someone who's young and do that. Sure, they would not but, give but Sigourney he, he, Weaver or an actor th- her age a chance to play also, someone also that young. He's worked with her more than once, like so they trust yeah. each other. I mean. What I was going to say is if you go back in to all of his films, all going all the way back there, you know, if you go all the way back to the, ter- the first two Terminator movies, the first Terminator movie, you have Arnold, who is Arnold. He's playing a robot, so it doesn't really matter whether he's a good actor or not. You have Michael Bain, uh, who's an okay actor. And then you have Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton, who's just killing it. And you even go like Titanic, you know, Leo DiCaprio's okay in that movie. Billy Zane is not a great actor. Kate Winslet is killing it in that movie. Go all the way back to the first Alien. Sigourney Weaver is killing it in that. John Hurt, like so many people, like even there's always in all of his movies, I think there's there's one actor who is doing something that is you know, however talented the rest of the actor, who's doing something in the movie that is beyond what everyone else is doing in the movie. I mean, like, even in Terminator 2, Linda Hamilton coming, like, completely changing her character. She's, I mean, acting-wise, she's the best part of that movie. He even got some stuff out of Arnold that, like, even in that's at that stage in Arnold, like Arnold's never been a great actor, but the, he he managed to do stuff in there, like well, sense I mean, of humor within like, his wheelhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. He even like there is a fantastic bonus, a deleted scene in the Terminator Two like special like edition thing uh, that I wish he had left in. Well, one of the, well, two of them. One is a scene where Linda Hamilton has a dream about Reese. And that's actually a great scene. I understand why they cut it from the film because it just it uh, pacing wise, it would have slowed down. But there is a great scene. You know, there's a couple scenes in Terminator Two where John is teaching a Terminator how to be like more human. Um, I think I've seen that online. Uh, well, there's there's one or two of them that are in the movie, where he like teaches them some sayings and stuff like that. But there is a scene that they cut where he tries to teach him how to smile. And it is – I think – I'm pretty sure they cut it because it's it's just way too hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing. It didn't fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just didn't yeah, fit yeah. with the theme Because the, the other film. stuff he te- – is, is, it's, it's funny, but it, like, humanizes the termina- – like, it's m- – emotionally, it is – it works better for the film, yeah. but the – 
when he tries to teach, ah, uh, it's a ama- ma- it is a, and it is like a comedic scene. So I, I, w- I was almost gonna say it's it's unintentionally funny with Arnold like doing, but it's not. It's it's just it's a little. I think it, they cut it because it's a little too funny. Mm-hmm. But it's oh god, it's it's moi. It's so incredible. <laughs> Because it's just Arnold like doing like these weird, weird like faces. face facial experience like, and it, it also a thing of like Arnold's just like oh that's actually a decent piece it's comedic acting but it's a decent piece of like acting of him like what would it look like if you had never smiled before and you were trying to <laughs> smile yeah and it's it's hilarious but it's also like one of the reasons why I was like oh I wish they had left that in because it's actually like Arnold and he's being comedic but it's like. Well, he's doing an actual thing. Yeah, that's you know? out of that's out of character for him. You know, he's never done well, up to that moment. He, you don't you don't think of him as someone who could do funny. Well, yeah. I mean, the turning point for him doing comedy is Kindergarten Cop. That that yeah. is that is when I think he always knew that he was kind of funny because even in like those cheesy action films, there are scenes where it's like, oh no, he's they he's being silly. Like Commando and Predator, there's just stuff lines in there and just like his catchphrases. It's like, okay, this isn't. No, that's this fucking Jewel, man. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, it's 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 lovely. It's Stick lovely. around. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Uh, but well, like where he's like playing, Kindergarten Cra- Cop is great because it is him playing the character, like you know, sort of superhero macho cop that he normally plays, but playing off these little kids, and it's. It's great. I mean, if you haven't w- watched Kindergarten Cop in a while, go back and watch that. It's fucking that movie's great. Um, but yeah, it's you know. Um, but yeah, but going back to Cameron, um, yeah, I mean, he gets the most out of his actors. I mean, he. I don't think he his movies require his actors to do that much, as you said. Just like he just needs like one or two yeah. heavy hitters. To like carry shit out, yeah. uh, but the rest is the storytelling, the action sequences, and now his CG to carry the films. Well, he's a, um, he he creates a, an entire like I said, going back really early on, like even that first Terminator film, he creates an entire world, and it feels like lived in and real, like the future, the machine future in the Terminator movies. And especially in those first two movies, like, feels like... Did he like do The Abyss? Yes. Uh, the Abyss is, is a hugely underrated movie, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, uh, and uh, the shit that they had to do uh, to pull the CG off on that film. Yeah. I'm like, he pushes the envelope. I wish like that no other it is not available. It was actually the AV Club. It was on their list of, like, movies that are inexplicably not available for streaming. And the abyss, especially, really? especially the director's cut of the abyss, which makes the end of the abyss make a lot more sense. There's an entire sequence in the extended edition, which they used to show on Sci-Fi Channel. They used to show the director's cut, uh, which is why all the like w- in the end when you see that all these military all these military ships have showed up to like the the abyss thing coming up, mm-hmm. and you're just like, why would they? Why did I even know? None of that is in the extended edition. There's the underwater people basically have created giant tidal waves that have raised up over every coastline 
in the world, like a hundred foot tidal waves, and then they stop them. And the reason why they don't basically decide, hey, we're going to destroy the entire surface is because of what Ed Harris, the relationship between him and his him being down there, that whole scene is what convinces you them what? I have not, not to destroy the surface. To and be, that's not in the theatrical version. To be honest, I... And it makes that last 20 minutes make so much more sense. I don't recall Abyss. I mean, I remember. I think I remember seeing it as a child, you know, on like WPIX or some shit like that. But shit, I don't... I need it's to rewatch that. It's a that. great... Okay. It's, it's going to be That's going to be my goal for you this weekend. You have to rent a physical copy. Really? Yeah, it is not available streaming anywhere, okay. which is really odd. Yeah, it's. Uh, I looked through that 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 list. There's a couple of movies in there. That's like I I don't know. We don't know why it, these I aren't streaming anyway. I may want to go on other areas of the internet. Yeah, sure, sure. To if find you it. can find the director's cut, it's a little bit longer, but like I said, it makes the ending make a lot more seem a lot less random. Okay. Uh, in fact, it makes the whole movie. There's parts of it that like make a lot more sense when that like last sequence with like the tidal waves and everything. It's just like, oh shit, okay, now it makes sense why they were doing all the the people like the underwater civilization, why they were doing all the stuff that they were doing earlier, why they steal the bomb and all that. It's like, oh shit, this all makes it's not random <laughs> the way it seems in the theater, the theatrical version. Okay. It's actually like they were doing it all on purpose because they were questioning whether they were going to kill us all <laughs> or not. I mean, I mean, it just like it's just ghost. It reinforces the point that James Cameron, I mean, I mean, we've debated the first Avatar film, you know, sure. I mean, I like it because it just oh, no, I, for I some reason it hits the I sweet still, spot. I still really it's not like the best, it. No. but it just like tugs me the sure. right way. Um, there's still parts of that movie that that tug, and there's parts of the new one that tug. Like he did, like we said at the end when we we literally were like getting up from our seats. It's like yeah, fucking James Cameron knows what yeah, he's doing. Yeah. Just like, like however you want to criticize him, it was like oh it's you know the first one oh it's Dan's with the Wolves you know in space which is problematic. And it's like well okay that's and fine. You know what? But and you know what? Speaking of borrowing from yeah. other films. I fucking saw Top Gun Maverick. God damn it. It's fucking amazing. It's great. It's fucking amazing. It's It's Star Wars. (laughs) It's Star Wars. But God damn it. It's it. It feels like a modern day 80s flick. And And that's what I appreciate. It's not just nostalgia. I mean, they did a because I'm on the Onion AV Club. They did a round table discussion of like their film people of like why it did so well in the theaters, why it's been universally just praised. And it's, one of the guys was just like, I just appreciate a simple, very well act- acted, very well executed action film. And it's not like, it's got cheesy elements, but just like, come on. it's 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 And it's got arguably the only like, like guy who can sell a movie up based purely on his name, you know, left. However you might feel about Tom, also a fantastic actor, you know, also committing 100%. There's CG, but it's mostly to, it's blending stuff. You can't really tell. 
like ninety percent of that movie is practical, and it's just like yeah, it's it's a great movie, great relationship, you know, two great act Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly, like. Yeah. <laughs> what do you it's, want? Like, I mean, it, it it was a banger, and it's just like and you, sometimes between, you don't and have the scene to. Between him and Val Kilmer, will make you choke up, and if you don't, you, you yeah, don't you don't have a soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like you don't have to go crazy, you know, when it comes to films. A simple story, that's all that matters. And I'm like, no, it's really straightforward. You know, it's like I could get into this, I could munch on this, and feel satisfied. They also this. Same thing with Avatar. The, one of the criticisms of Top Gun Maverick was just like that the quote-unquote villains are kind of just nebulous. We don't really know what country they're supposed to be from. And it's just like, no, that I think that was That's deliberate. Okay. Yeah. Like, they didn't want <laughs> – they yeah. were like, let's not – because then you – You don't you want to involve – inject politics into exactly, all of this. Then you have or offend a group of people. Yeah, yeah. You know, this, is, this was a movie to make money everywhere. Yeah. You know, and not, you know, make Russians or Middle Easterners feel like they're demonized it's, as it's they also, always it's also, do. I mean, it's a little Hollywood. bit, it's still, you know, rah-rah U.S. military. But even that, it's like there's some, it, I would argue, I would argue that it's not as rah-rah U.S. military as the, as the first one is. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and look, like the, the flying sequences are fucking it's amazing pretty it's pretty dope <laughs> like, it's pretty dope um but yeah it's just like this i mean shit you know last last year was a bang of a year for films you yeah. know you know maybe not, top, Mar- maybe not marvel films but films in general i said films <laughs> marvel yeah, we're yeah, not, let's yeah. not talk about that sure um but yeah like avatar was a great way to end 2022 sure. yeah um, Top Gun. I mean, I got on that late. I had to. I wanted I to wait for it to get on streaming before I check it out. But I would have loved now watching it. Now I would have loved it. to have see it on the theater. theater. Yeah, so what am I? You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, just like shit. It was like outside of m- Marvel shit. You know, it was a pretty good year. I mean, I uh, fuck no, a great year everywhere, for films. Everything, everywhere at once, possibly. The best yes. film of the year for me, Batman. Well, that on above Batman, and I, I still the rewatch ba- the Batman. Batman. Is great. I yeah, still yeah. rewatch the Batman. I do too. Although, yeah, I still have some issues with that movie. I will say, I, uh, I only rewatch that less because there's just tonally, there's just stuff I don't in, I don't just enjoy just. Happy, happy, enjoy. Like I, I think it's a really good movie, but it, it's, it's not like a thing I put on because I want to feel joyful necessarily. But oh, it's the Batman. I so mean, you don't have I to. just, it's a pretty film. Yeah, it's a yeah, fucking yeah, pretty yeah, film, and it's a noir, and I it's a detective it film. I haven't rewatched it since I got the 4K, 4K TV, so I gotta, I gotta, oh. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rewatch uh, that. You, you may want to check it out. Yeah, it, yeah. it's, it's fucking gorgeous. It's fucking yeah. gorgeous. I mean, I, I started um, rewatching. Uh, uh, Oh god, the League of Legends show on 4K. Arcane. Arcane. Oh, I need god. to rewatch that. Oh god, is it beautiful in 4K? Um, <laughs> um, shit, I was about to say something. Um, the Batman. Uh, no, no, it was something else. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, just like it's a. Uh, 
banger of a fucking great year. Um, I finally got around to seeing Nope, uh, and Nope was great. What'd you think about that? I don't I, think we spoke about this. We have not. I think that movie is fantastic. I also way more enjoyable than Us. Yeah, in my opinion. Us, um, us. In my opinion, Us's big problem is the ending. In Us, Nope is great. A Nope is one of those movies that uh, I want. I might need to buy it and watch it numerous times again. There's a couple of things I didn't. I thought didn't make sense. And then, I, of course, what I do is I shouldn't do this. I should try and figure it out on my own. But I just kind of went – I looked up. I was like, what's the deal with the chimp, the thing with the chimp? And it's just like it's not random. And someone broke it down. Then they were just like, no, that is the central character-defining moment for Stu Yuen's character. Yeah. It's why he thinks he can get away with feeding this alien thing. Because he survived this horrible experience, and so he kind of thinks he's immortal. I was like, that's why they go back to that. And also, there's some, there's this whole thing about like uncanny chance things happening with the shoe, with the shoe. Yeah. And it's like, and people th- think that there's like more going on there than there is. And the at least the article that I wrote it was like, it isn't super more deep. Then like there's no conspiracy there. It's literally an example of an improbable thing happening. Is the shoe standing up? Yeah. And that confused people because they thought it had some significance with stuff that happens later in the film. And the only significance it has for stuff that happens later in the film is no, this is another impro like later it's also improbable things. That's what the shoe is. And it's just a testament to like Jordan Peele is another one. I mean, it like, was like I he fucking knows what he's doing. I enjoyed that movie. It was like a fun romp, um, like fucking crazy. Thinking it was just an alien. I mean, it's uh, aliens coming over, but it's fucking Jaws. Yeah, you know, towards the end, I'm like, I I just fucking love it. Um, There's also just stuff like visual, just just. Daniel Kalua, I, I, I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong, but him on the horse, mm. just like the whole like cowboy thing, the, the just the two of them, Kiki Palmer also yeah. just like amazing. Stephen Wen is always amazing. Like I love him, and I, mean, I still haven't seen the. Uh, it starts with an M. I can't remember. He plays a dad, and he has to. St- oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah, it's on my list. It's on my list too. I just um, have it. Uh, like I said, stuff that isn't fantasy horror, or whatever. It's yeah, just, it, it just tends go, to put it just, it's in the back. Burner. It just gets yeah. on the back. But I will eventually watch it. Yeah, you know. but it's just like, it's also just the fact that like, all of his movies, they're genre films, but they're they're about what they're about, but they're also not what they're. There's more going on there. I mean, it's a it's. Commentary. I mean, normally you'd assume like a racial commentary when it comes to his films, sure. but this was more like a, a discussion about Hollywood, you know, and I how mean, it's there it, because I mean, it's, it's overt, yeah, yeah, because like the discussion and appreciate about the people who work in the background yeah. when it comes to these films and how they're very much underappreciated. Um, it's not as, you know, overtly, you know, it's, there are very few racial commentary compared to his early films. Sure. But it's still fucking a great role. Well, what, what I, will, I will say is that it's like 
it's almost like I would say, except he did it faster than I would say Spike Lee, is that Spike Lee has like the racial stuff, but it's it's very overt and very like direct and sledgehammery in his earlier films and it gets it's still there in some of his later films, but it's like subtler. Oh, is mean, that a word? It was on the because of the time. I mean, you had to be over, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. back in those days. But, you I, know. but I mean, I mean, even Jordan Peele is like, it's still in this movie. It's just not. There's just so. It's why I want to buy it and watch it. it there, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot going on in the film. There and there, if you want to just enjoy it on this this simple like almost like alien like cross between alien invasion movie and Jaws, you can just watch it on that level too. And you'll still enjoy it on that level. That's what I think makes it a fucking great movie. It's like yeah, I need to rewatch that. I only saw it in theaters. I need to go back and I check that again. I watched it twice streaming, and then I was just like, I might need to buy this movie <laughs> just because I. Feel Where's like it streaming? I I rented it. Okay. I rented it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm sure there were other films. I would say, uh, I don't know what it's about. I only saw half of the preview. But A24 is coming out with a new movie called Bo is Afraid with Joaquin Phoenix. I haven't watched I'm the whole thing. I'm f- familiar with that. I it don't think i seen that For trailer. me, it doesn't matter because A24 has just been like kind of killing it. Like they – I'm pretty sure A24 was everywhere, everything everywhere yeah. at once. Yeah. yeah. They've just been – and, you know, Midsommar was great. You know, horror movie. I haven't really? seen all of their – I I like that. Movie. Oh, speaking of horror, what did you think? Did you see the trailer to Evil Dead Rise? Yes. Uh, Are you interested in that? Maybe not in the theater, but yes, I will say a soft yes on that. Soft yes. Yeah, I really like Evil Dead. I particularly like Ashley. I was expecting that you'd be like a fuck yes. Uh, um, why I'm, soft yes? I'm always a little bit apprehensive when they are going back to even if it's in this case it's Sam Raimi again I'm always a little bit apprehensive when they remake or do a new version or a prequel or a sequel to an older horror movie Uh, some of them are great some of them aren't I have not I mean some of them are remakes of movies that I wasn't that big of a fan of in the first place like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween, like a bunch of the ones that Rob Zombie did. I just like, I was just like, some of them are great, most of them aren't. Uh, I, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that some of those movies I appreciate. I appreciate more the, you know, when you give these, when someone like Sam Raimi, who you know, Doctor Strange or Spider Man, is just like. I feel like someone like Sam Raimi works so much better within a, a severe budget budget restraint, which might mean that Evil Day of Rise will be great. Yeah, but it doesn't look like a, the budget is huge. It doesn't, huge. But, but, but I will say that there's there's also, I have a soft spot for like old school like practical effects, even mm-hmm. if they're crappy, like horror movies, more than I have. Also, like... Uh, I'm not a huge gore porn person. Evil Dead is kind of the exception to that. Uh, I did not see the. I think they remade. They remade Evil Dead, and I did not see it. 
So I was like, I don't need to, I don't need to see this. <laughs> it might be great. I just don't. I have no desire to see it. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I like. I do want to see it. I'm not super duper excited about okay. it. Okay. I mean, because I saw that he was attached to it, and I was kind of hoping that you know, I didn't. I didn't see any of the Evil Dead shit. Okay. Uh, it does, but I, I know it's. I know it's. There are a lot of funny elements to it. Um, so but I was kind of hoping that this would be a good entry point well, here, to here, get me to want to watch some of the well, here's the thing. older shit. I will say that the humor element doesn't come in till really late in the second film and really comes to the forefront. Yeah, that first one, I think I remember seeing the first one. In, I was in like, Ash, in this Ash isn't funny. Yeah, it's not. No, 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 no. This is... No, no. Straight up it doesn't, horror. It doesn't. Not it doesn't, what I was. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> veer into horror comedy into much later in the second film, and that's mostly. And and then of course, uh, uh, Army of Darkness is a hybrid. It's a com- horror comedy, and then as it went out, Ash versus uh, Evil Dead, the show on Star is also like comedy horror. And I think it's because as they went on working together, he realized that Bruce Campbell is much more effective when he's being – I think he might have realized that like even when he's being serious because there's, there's, there's an element in Evil Dead 2 where it's like he's like beating himself up or whatever. Uh, it's where that gag from mm-hmm. Doctor Strange comes from. It's what makes that doubly funny in Doctor Strange. Uh is he's trying to like beat the demon out of him and there's just something about his performance he is so committed is it it's like what i was talking about with arnold story it's like it's funny but i don't know if it was 100 percent intended to be funny i think it just comes out as funny because it's it's so extreme and he's committing so hard to it that it ends up being funny and i think in the later films he just realized like oh if I let Bruce do this, it'll be hilarious. Like, and that's how you get Army of Darkness. It's like, uh, and you get like memes from that. Like, this is my boomstick, and like, yeah, it's, and then that continues on into the show later. And yeah, it's yeah. The first two films are not, yeah, funny yeah. at all. I, I, I saw the first one, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I was mistaken. You yeah, know. Gr- great movie. <laughs> Uh, not for me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Definitely yeah, not for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little, little trauma-inducing if you don't know what you're getting into. Uh, but again, like to come back, why I'm maybe a little bit less excited about the new one is that there's something – the first two Evil Deads, he made them on such a severe – like there was just stuff that they had to like make themselves because they couldn't afford like a track, like a dolly cam. So they – jury rigged stuff uh what has become the sam raimi evil dead cam thing mm-hmm. was a thing because he couldn't afford there was a thing that he wanted to do and then he was like oh we can't do that because we can't we don't have the equipment we can't afford the equipment of that so i'll just do this handheld almost thing and then it ended up being like one of his trademarks <laughs> uh so yeah like I said, I'll see the new one. I'm just not super excited about it. 
uh, I'm mildly excited about it. Uh, but yeah. Um. So, what else did we see in 2022? I'm trying to. Rem- I mean, I, I noticed some stuff that I saw recently that you don't. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's beautiful looking. Oh, you yeah. you don't need to see yeah. it, honestly. Uh, unless you want to see a, a a little bit overly long child fi- uh, children's film about anti-fascism, yeah, that's your thing. No. Uh, they should tend to be depressing it. if there are no giant robots or vampires sure, sure, involved. Sure. So, uh, like I I learned my lesson from Pan's Labyrinth. Amazing movie. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, I, I was get, fucking I traumatized by that one. Um, so and what else? I don't, because we, I mean, like I said, there's all the Marvel stuff, but Marvel had a really mediocre, yeah, I had a really mediocre to year. Yeah, I what happened with Marvel. I mean, granted, it was like, I mean, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black was Panther accepted, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I is an exception. They did the best that they could. Um, but yeah, it was just like a very uh, mediocre year. I mean. For Marvel, I found Star that Wars had a Marvel year. was <laughs> on the other hand, uh, was it's like it stole some of the bad shit DC Warner Brothers yeah, DC yeah. would do. So it's like it left a bad taste. Yeah. Um, Star Wars have been like fucking as you said, you know. Um, yeah. Andor. Andor. Like I mean, I mean, I thing. mean, even the stuff that wasn't great, like. Was still had moments, like Obi Wan did not have good writing, but there were still great parts of that. Uh, the <laughs> last half of no, the Vader shit was dope. Yeah, the Vader shit was yeah. dope. Everything else was pretty mad. I mean, to be fair, the only redeeming quality about Disney Star Wars is the fact that they did Vader right. Yeah, for once. Granted, the technology has cut up. Yeah, to really push him. Uh, to make him really menacing, uh, but aside from Vader, you know, and Rogue One, you know, yeah. it's pretty meh. Well, their know. shows have been pretty solid, though. Like, like um, I mean, look, Bo- the second half of Boba Fett, they should like that. I think, look, you, I understand. I kind of understand what they were trying to go for there. It was kind of a miss, but what I'm saying is by comparison, like start the Star Wars shows. Even the actor didn't like what happened with. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> with Boba Fett, and I'm glad. I mean, granted, Timur Morrison is not like a a powerful actor in Hollywood, so no. I guess he didn't have much say. Um, but yeah, I mean, granted, I mean they had they have this formula. Let's yeah. just say it. they have the formula to do Boba right. Yes. Maybe in the future show they will learn from their mistakes. Maybe, but I think I think I think they Vespa gang. I will and I cut will, that shit out. I will say though, because of how successful and how hyped we all are about Mandalorian season three, I don't think they need to do more Boba Fett. I don't know. I mean, I saw that shit. I the season two. I I would like to see that. I don't know. I, I That was kind of like the Boba Fett I was hoping to see more of. Yeah, yeah. In greater concentration, brutal. I didn't get that. I mean, there's also, there's there also is, there, trust me, there is a market 
for that. There's, there's <laughs> you know, also the, I'd like the, to the, see the more of that. The promise of what they we were kind of sold for that show and what that show ended up being. Uh, it was like, oh, we get to see what I thought they were going to do. And what they kind of sold us was we're going to see a crime story. We're going to see like the... It was just not executed. Well. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. And we didn't really... There were. There's much better stuff. I respect what they tried to do. It just like... I will say they that they're, they're as far as like the whole criminal underground of Star Wars, they did that much better in all of the CG animated shows, like the crime, the syndicate, yeah. the crime syndicate. This is like speaking of which, now that you remind, I need to get on. You didn't. Yeah, um, there's been two episodes. I I forget what day they're being released, but uh, those first few episodes episodes are pretty solid. Um. Bad Batch. Bad Batch, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and because we were talking about Frank Welker before, like, dude, D. Bradley Baker is just... He's play, he plays the entire main cast minus Omega. Like, that's just... Cr- and then anytime there's more clone troopers, that it's the same guy playing yeah. everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, it's he's ridiculous. Um, I will say you can... It had fun moments especially near the end you don't need to watch willow i never cared for it yeah i don't think i ever saw the original film and the original film is fun it's fun i don't have the attachment to it you don't you don't yeah yeah i will say the biggest fantasy is just not my shit it's yeah it's it's fair if it's not game of thrones i normally don't so so the biggest thing problem the the two biggest problems with Willow the show uh, are there is a blending of like it's like swords and you know fantasy but they there's a bunch of like modern ish dialogue type stuff going on like cursing that's very off putting and also at the end of almost every episode off putting because it's n- it doesn't fit the world. It doesn't fit the world at all. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. There's pieces of the dialogue that sound like they belong on a CW show, uh, like a CW high school show. Doesn't matter what the CW high school show is about. When I say CW high school age show and the kind of dialogue they have in the CW shows, that's what you have a lot of. In I mean, granted, like seventy percent of the cast are like that age and it's clear they were going for they were trying to bring in a teenage female audience to a fantasy show that is clearly i think what they were going for there i've seen that executed a lot better um with like sabrina and wednesday wednesday by the way is fantastic (laughs) because another show uh unexpected but uh fantastic um so I've seen that executed a lot better. And also they do this thing where they stick in like 80s rock music. Is there a problem with that? I don't think so. No, 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 no. Fuck you. No, no, no. <laughs> There's nothing no, wrong no, with no, 80s normal, rock music. Normal, normally w- it'd be fine. But it, the same thing with the dialogue is it? it's with the world they've given, given you when they start to play that music, it's really like hmm. it completely takes you out of the story. It completely takes you out of the world. Okay. Uh, it's like they'll they'll all of a sudden like, uh, 
and it's it's like someone covering and it's not the in most cases oh. it's not the original song okay. right. it's someone else covering that song I see. and it completely takes you out of the world okay. like the same with the dialogue you just get you get completely you you get reminded like when you're watching a fantasy show you want to have you want to be sucked into the world you don't want anything that's it's like if in game of thrones they all of a sudden started playing Metallica during one of the action sequences. I was like, it would be kind of cool, but it would take you out of the show. You know what I mean? You're making a face like, I don't know about that. That might be kind of cool. Oh, no. It might be kind of cool. I mean, I had Metallica in Stranger Things, and that, that scene was fucking but, dope. But that's different. That's different. I don't care. It was fucking dope. It's in context, though, <laughs> because that's a song from that time period, and he's playing, he's literally playing the song on the guitar during that so in that no in in the context of the show it takes place in the real world that's what i mean like in game of thrones if you all of a sudden like someone is covering unless it was like a weird medieval cover of like a metallica song if it's like all of a sudden you know that same song from stranger things shows up in like one of the sequences in game of thrones you'd be like what the fuck like yeah. it would take you out of the world that's that's exactly what happened you know to willow who did the who did that the best? Westworld. Westworld. Oh yeah, Westworld is fantastic. That the music and turning it into like Western old timey well, music. I that, love but that also aspect of that. One of the best parts about Westworld was the same guy who does the score for Game of Thrones, Raman yeah. Dijawadi, did all of these orchestral adaptations of popular songs. I mean, one of the best ones is video games. From the fourth season, from the, this last season, it's the Lana Del Rey song, and it's just instrumental. Oh, and that's and it's, another it's show great. I need to watch. Okay. Uh, they did. They've done. They did a handful of Radiohead songs. Yes. That are yeah. incorporated. It's the score. It's part of the score, and it's incorporated, and it's done beautifully. Um, they could. And Soundgarden. And Soundgarden, yeah. and yeah, a bunch of other. Like I have all of them on here. Uh, Chris Isaac of all people. In season three, mm, Wicked okay. Games. It's a great version. You would not know that it's Wicked Games by Chris Isaac, Isaac because without that. the without Chris Isaac singing, you don't because you don't really think about the instrumental for that song. Yeah. But it's that. I think it's the Chris Isaac. There might be another song called Wicked Game, but I I'm like eh, I kind of think it's given the context of what's happening in that scene, in uh. Westworld, I was, was like, that. I think that's the Chris I Isaac yeah. version. Um, also, show like when they said it was being canceled, I was like, I thought they, I thought season four was the last season, and they ended on like kind of a. They could have ended it right there. Mm. I don't understand. I don't. I literally, if you watched the, that last season, it's like, where would they have gone from this yeah, ending? I, mean, I don't understand. It seems where, like where did they, they would have like gonna get from a fifth season from this? Like two seven seasons, you know, because you know, they, I think HBO no. knew that there was no. no following for that, so they need to like shut that down. But but even even if there was a following for it, no, if you watch that show, it's like that's not a si that's not a more than five. I mean, there may be one more season. It should have been a two season. But if show. you watch that that I mean that that season four is really good. But season four ties up a lot of stuff, and season four is like, when, like I said, I'll repeat myself. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I was just like, what were they going to do for a season five? 
Like, I, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's just like. It's US There's television. There's no place to go. It's US television. They would have, <laughs> yeah. like, forced a yeah. season. Um, if the money dried, if the money didn't dry up, um, but yeah, I, speaking of which, I need to get on that as well. Season yeah. four of Westworld. Yeah, it's worth it. I'll um, say it's worth it. Yeah, Willow, not my thing. Um, what else? Um, aside from Marvel stuff, which we we, yeah. we don't have to talk about yeah. the Marvel stuff. It's we've we've done that to death. I feel like. We'll just leave it at they had a mediocre year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that was it. Like to end off 2022, it's like it was Black Panther and Top Gun, Marvel, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and I guess Avatar. Um, but yeah, it's, it was like a really solid year for non-Marvel movies. Yeah, and know? and I would say it was just like for like nerdy stuff that it isn't the stuff that you would think would be you know as exciting i mean you had you had you know stranger things and all that uh you also had some oh uh if for no other reason than to watch more michelle yo uh witcher blood origin it's okay yeah it's no. eh. it's eh. i'm sorry i don't care for witcher it's fine it's it's eh. I, uh, I powered through the first season. Cavill didn't sell me on the show. Yeah, and, and everyone was I so super upset, upset he left. It was just like he was the worst part of that show, honestly. Like, what do um, you? I mean, that being said, like, bless him, he's gonna get his Warhammer movie. It's probably gonna be terrible. But 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 the fact, but it's just like knowing how much he seems to love Warhammer. I'm just like, let him. It's fine. Oh fuck yeah, Black Adam. Meh. Yeah. Eh. And The Rock's failed coup. Yeah. <laughs> what did he Warner think was? What did he think? God, God bless you, Dwayne Johnson. You're not gonna pull that one off. I mean, I respected him. <laughs> I, I, I mean, do too. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if I, anyone felt that they could have pulled it off, I th- he would be the guy. I yeah. mean, I could see that, but you know, um, yeah. I mean, God bless him. Um, yeah. That was I mean, stu- I mean, I will say. Hopefully, that's the last of bad DC films. Yeah, and hopefully, this year was the last of mediocre Marvel films. But I don't think that's gonna. I mean, no. I mean, fucking Ant Man looks good. Quantumania the, looks really interesting. Um, Guardians looks, looks interesting. It's uh, Guardians. It's yeah, gonna be great, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it'll be the last film. And I'm I'm sure you'll agree with my sentiment about like James Gunn. We trust. You yeah, know, yeah, he's, that's fair. You know, he'll do the ending right. Um, I mean, shit, he fucking pulled off the Christmas special. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. well. Uh, the weird swole group who is apparently still in the new Guardians film. However, you might feel that like is that. A, my problem. I weird, yeah. And maybe budget look, cuts. I think maybe budget. Uh, maybe, but they're doing the same thing for the movie, so that's a little. It's okay. He's probably asleep. Um. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird decision. Um, yeah, so yeah, I guess I'm, that's I'm, like one a piece of the budget that he didn't have, and I guess yeah, he yeah. just oh gosh. Um, but aside from that, I mean, I I loved everything about James Gunn, so I have faith that Guardians Three will be great. And yeah. I'm I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited about most of the. I mean, 
Uh, wait, wait. Isn't the Secret Invasion coming out soon? Yeah. Right. I'm excited about that. John Wick 4 is coming out in yeah. March. Uh, I mean, look. Uh, what is it? Uh, Revenge of the Gods or Wrath of the... G- the, the new Shazam film. That's going to be solid. I, 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 solid. I, I, Zachary Levi is another one of those guys who just like, it was like, uh, he, he, he can I mean, I like wrong. fun. Listen, yeah. I, I, with a lot of like dark broody shit out there when it comes to film and superhero movies, um, something lighthearted coming yeah. from DC. Sure. I mean, I'm going to support. I mean, They're gonna I'm going to vote with my wallet and I'm going to let Warner Brothers know that, hey, it doesn't have to be all dark and depressing. And there, there, there. It looks like there's still. It look all signs. And the Helen Mirren's in it. So. Yeah, yeah. It looks all signs point to the fact they're still gonna release that Flash movie. Uh, I think because they just they they dumped too much money into yeah. it. They gotta make some of that back, yeah. even though there's nothing's gonna happen with that film. It's like that fucking psycho. <laughs> Who is the star of that? But film. to be fair, who, the more you find out about him, the more I mean, you're just like, fair, Jesus which Christ! Of the public is gonna know about that shit. And yeah, it'll probably. I think they're they've been waiting to release that film or to put out anything about that film to see to kind of ride out yeah. the collective. And I think the collective to be fair, memory. I think it may help boost the profile of this film. I mean, yeah. Granted, it didn't kill anyone no. yet that we know yeah, of. That we know <laughs> of. <laughs> but it may oh, boost the profile to overcome the sh- bad reputation Warden Brothers film, superhero films has. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. there's. I saw some... Uh, there's some weird-ass fucking time travel movie with dinosaurs that Adam Driver is in. That I saw a preview for, and I'm just like, I've what the I have no idea what the hell this movie is, mm. but it keeps popping up in my feed. Uh, it looks like Planet of the like a weird sort of play on Planet of the Apes, except instead of instead of apes, it stands up in dinosaur times. It's very strange. Okay. Um, yeah, and I can't think of I mean anything. I mean. All, that's basically all the stuff I'm excited about for like 2023 uh, so far. I mean, 2023 20 looks good. It seems like Marvel will strike back, you know. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and yeah, some decent stuff uh, coming up. And uh, yeah, and like for 2023, I know I said it earlier, The Last of Us. Yeah. I can't wait for that shit. I'm excited about it. that and tomorrow. To get more people to know about the story, you know, yeah. who are not gamers. It's, uh, but everyone, if you're not a gamer, don't go on YouTube and search the cutscenes. Don't ruin this for for you. And also, Enjoy and also, this. we might be getting for once a really good live action adaptation of a video well, game. I mean, we already have an arcane. You know, people live say action. live action. Yeah, I know. Um, because you could have animated versions, ada- uh, adaptations of video games. That doesn't that doesn't count in yeah, my but opinion. Yeah, they're also bad. Can, most of them are bad. Arcane but can, but and Cyberpunk, whatever um, Netrunner. Yeah, was you an can, exception. You can, you can but you Netrunner can, was pretty good. But animated ones, I feel like you can get away with more on a show. There's just there's just there's budgetary there's budgetary restraints that you don't have to uh, contend with. When you're doing animated shows, 
Uh, oh, I will also say the uh, the what is it? Dota, the Dota adaptation, the animation on Netflix, uh, is pretty. I'm not familiar with Dragon something. The I property. Forget. I, forget. I wasn't that so familiar I never with. Watched it. Yeah, I'm not that familiar with the property either. But but it's you know it's a decent 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 adaptation. And uh, it looks like we're running out of battery power, so right. we can we can wrap up. There's more. There's we'll probably see more to each other tomorrow yeah, for yeah. our watch party, and then we'll probably talk about that next week <laughs> or next time.